Hey there, welcome back. Okay, today we are talking about fall surprises resulting from events that happened this spring. <laughs> and I know that sounds kind of ominous, but it has nothing to do with the coronavirus, COVID-19, the election or the riots or all the stuff that was 2020, right? The surprise is not that we ran out of toilet paper, nothing, you know, no mystery seeds in the mail, none of that stuff. Actually, this is something that happens here every fall. And that is, I have stuff growing up in my gardens that, that I didn't have to plant. Now, these are plants that people normally plant. This is really kind of goes back to that whole chaos gardening thing. But this is stuff that people normally take the effort and the time to do a lot of planting. And you know how I'm always saying the seed knows? Whether that's the garlic seed, whether that's your onion starts, whether it's the potato seed, whatever it is that you planted, a lot of people try to time it just exactly right. And I have so much stuff coming up in my garden right now that normally people would plant so that it grows in the fall. Well, this is stuff that I planted in the springtime. I knew that it was going to just kind of die back and then it was going to come back this fall. So that's kind of one of my cheat methods for being a lazy gardener. <laughs> so that's what we're going to talk about today. By the way, if you're new here, welcome to the Edible Gardens podcast. I'm your host, Nanette Blair, and I'm so glad that you found us because what we do here is we help people create edible and beautiful landscapes that are way better than organic because I'm on a mission and my mission is to make good food accessible to everyone. And in my opinion, the best definition of good food is nutritious, delicious, and safe. And it doesn't get any better than picking fresh fruit, herbs, veggies, straight off the plant where you know what went into it from start to finish. And you won't find any tomato cages here. As a matter of fact, there's a lot you won't find here, including pesticides, herbicides, fungicides, or any of the other sides. But what you will find here are landscapes that are designed for beauty, fun, reflection, entertaining, and the list goes on to whatever you want. After all, it's your home, your yard, your taste, and beauty truly is in the eye of the beholder. Okay, you know that garden you've been thinking about? Well, I know you're ready. I know I'm ready. So let's dig in. Okay, so if you're a, a beginner gardener or you haven't begun yet, this really may be news to you. I'm going to give you a very specific list of plants. But if you've been growing these plants for a while, then you know that this just happens. It just happens. <laughs> so this was something that was used to be a surprise for me. And it's not a surprise anymore. I really kind of halfway expect it. I really expect it. Now, if it didn't happen, I would be really kind of upset. It's like, oh, man. I have potatoes that are growing right now that I did not plant. So what happened was I left a little seed potato, something that's that was still a potato, like whether, no matter how big it was, it could have been just a little bitty potato. Like we're talking the size of my thumbnail. If you look down at your thumbnail, you could have that much of a tuber, which that's what a seed potato is, that much of a tuber in the ground. It just didn't reach full maturity or it was a big potato and you just didn't see it. You just didn't dig it up for whatever reason. You just couldn't find it. You didn't know it was there. And that happens every single year. So what happens is, and this is going to be the same pretty much with all the plants that I'm about to tell you about, 
but when you plant potatoes, usually I plant my potatoes sometime before my last frost date, depending on where you live, that's going to be different for everyone. But I planted my potatoes, let's just say February, and then they started to grow and they matured and then I dug them up and I ate on my potatoes. And a lot of times I do save some seed potatoes in my house so that I can go plant some in the fall if I want to. And I do do that as well. But I always have some residual potatoes left. But usually it's because I left a potato in the ground and I just didn't see it. I would say that kind of falls under the category of self-seeding, right? Because there's seeds still left in the ground. In this case, the seed is an actual potato that just didn't get found. <laughs> okay. And sometimes it could be that that plant died back for whatever reason, maybe I missed watering it or I don't know, something happened, but it just kind of stays dormant in the ground until the temperatures are right and the stars are aligned. That's what I'm always saying. So when the temperatures go back down to the point where the plant likes it, no matter what the plant is, then they just kind of perk back up and they just decide to start growing again. Okay. Another one is garlic. So normally what happens is I plant my garlic in the fall. So this garlic would have been planted last fall. And then it's going to shoot up its leaves. It dies back. The, the bulb or the garlic inside the ground is not really dead. It's just the leaves that died back. Okay. And then in the spring when it starts to warm up again, then those leaves start growing again. And then I know that's where that garlic was. So the garlic will tell me where it is because it's saying, hey, it's poking out its little green leaves and saying, here I am. <laughs> and so sometimes I miss it and I don't get them all out. Sometimes I pull the garlic out and maybe the soil was too hard and the whole, <laughs> oh gosh, I'm just picturing in my head. Okay, I'll give you the picture that I'm picturing in my head and why I'm laughing. So I'm pulling on this garlic plant and I know I should go get my garden fork to loosen up that soil just a little bit. And if it's a place that maybe it has some roots wrapped around it because something else is growing nearby or whatever reason, that garlic bulb doesn't want to come out of the ground. And uh, I pull on it and then I fall back on my butt because all I did was pull the leaves off, but the garlic stayed in the ground. And if I'm in a hurry, depending on if I'm in a hurry or not, I may just leave that garlic there. And I don't go back and really try to dig it out because I'm just trying to pull a whole bunch of garlic. So most of the time that doesn't happen now because my soil is a lot better developed. But back in the day when I first, you know, like a few years ago, when I first started developing the soil and doing my thing here, the soil was really compacted. And I do still have some places in my garden that I need to work on with some compost extract and putting more compost in where it is a little bit more compacted. And I know the places in my garden that I need to work on the soil. So if I have something in there like a bulb that I want to pull out, whether it's garlic or onions or shallots or whatever, then um, I know that some, I might have to go get my garden fork just to kind of loosen that soil up around it. And, and if I don't, then that's what's going to happen. I'm going to pull on that, that uh, garlic plant and the bulb's going to stay in the ground and I'm going to pull so hard that I just fall back on my butt. <laughs> All I have in my hand are leaves with no garlic. So yeah. That might be TMI, too much information, right? 
But I have garlic growing this year that started coming back up that I didn't catch for whatever reason. And this is not really anything that's on purpose. This is really kind of an accident. But what happens is when that garlic starts to grow uh, in the fall, it'll, in my area, generally speaking, uh, if we just have a normal winter without any kind of big event, like a, a harsh winter, then that those green leaves just kind of stick around until it's spring. And then usually I will pull them when they start dying back, probably somewhere around June. And then when they start dying back in June, that's my signal. It's kind of like the ding. It's ready. You know, like the ding on the oven or the ding on a timer. It's ding. It's time to pull the garlic because those leaves have started dying back. And if for whatever reason, I just miss something, I just miss it because uh, maybe it died back earlier than the rest of them and I just missed it. And so then I'll see that garlic just growing back again. Now, what will happen is if you don't pick the garlic really after the first year, you're just going to have some bulbs that look like they're trying to form new bulbs off of the one bulb. So you know how you have like a bulb of garlic and it just looks like it would if you bought it at the grocery store, right? It's all compacted in one little nice little package that has skin all the way around it. Um, and it's just like a head of garlic. Well, what will happen over time if you leave that in the ground is those cloves, the single cloves that are within that head of garlic will start to kind of separate. So you'll start to see some, and, and so they kind of travel. This is the way that like irises do. This is what um, I would say crocus does. I'm trying to think what else I have out of my garden, but it'll, it'll start to kind of put off new tubers under the ground. It'll just start to put off new bulbs under the ground. It's trying to grow and it's separating and it's not good for it to be real compacted all the time as far as like a clump of it growing and staying in the ground. When you pull it, it's still going to be garlic. It's just not going to be that nice little shape that we're used to seeing in the grocery store, like a head of garlic. It's going to have a lot more cloves that are going to be trying to grow. So what you could do, like right now in the fall, probably dig those up and then separate them and then bury each clove by itself one at a time and just kind of spread them out a little bit. I just haven't had time. This is the lazy gardener way, right? So, but I have garlic growing out there that I didn't plant. So potatoes, garlic. The other one is onions. The onions do the same thing, basically. I planted them in the spring and then uh, they started to grow. And for whatever reason, they just kind of died back. Maybe I didn't water them enough. Maybe something stepped on it like me or the dog or a deer or something like that stepped on it and it just kind of broke it off at the leaf like right at the ground but that little plant that bulb that stayed in the ground the actual white part of the onion or the purple part depending on what kind of onion it is it just kind of stays there and it just kind of goes dormant and but it's living it's in the ground and it's just staying there waiting for the temperatures to be right and the stars to be aligned again which is right now in the fall so we're talking about onions right now, but I have so many onions coming up and I was like, how did I miss all these onions? I just missed them. I just didn't pull all the onions. So I was pulling a lot of onions in the springtime and then those other ones just kind of died back. The leaves died back, but the actual bulb that's in the ground stayed in there. 
and now there I just have onions everywhere <laughs> and I was like how do I miss how did I miss so many onions but you know it's such a cool thing and I'm not sorry that it happened because now I have a ton of onions in the ground that I didn't have to plant so I'll, I just started watering them again and um, now I have a bunch of potatoes garlic onions what's another thing I guess I would say all of those flowers that self-seed or plants or vegetables that self-seed. So a good example of that that likes the cold weather and growing back again because the temperatures are uh, the temperatures got right and the stars were aligned and it started raining again and uh, that's arugula. That would be one. Let's see. Snapdragons is another one. Uh, sweet alyssum. I love sweet alyssum, but there's a lot of things that were annuals that they don't really like stay dormant in the ground, but that seed fell. Oh, cilantro is another one. Parsley is another one. The seed fell to the ground and it had good contact with the soil. It got enough water to germinate and the temperatures were right. Again, I always say when the temperatures are right and the stars are aligned, um, that just means all the conditions were right. And so that I have a bunch of stuff that just started kind of coming up on its own, the cool weather crops. But as a matter of fact, and this is the first year that this has ever really happened with me, my broccoli plants that I planted this spring, I left them in the ground all year. And they just kind of struggled through the summer months. It's kind of like with the tomatoes. And the broccoli plants are really starting to put, produce broccoli heads again. And I didn't plant, I planted those one time. I did not plant them in the spring. And then again in the fall, I planted them one time in the spring. And they're starting to put on broccoli heads again. I was really shocked about that one. That's the first time that's ever happened with me. But I left them in the ground because I'm not having any kind of aphid problems. I'm not, I'm not, I did not see one aphid this year. Not one. So why not leave them there? If they want to live, I'll let them live. But I was after the leaves. You can eat those broccoli leaves the way you would kale or the way you would lettuce or the way you would anything else. And it just has this kind of a, a nutty taste and you can saute them like you would spinach or you can eat them fresh in a salad. So that's why I kept the broccoli around and it, I was really surprised that it stuck around. Let's see, what else? That's all I can really think of right now, but I just thought that I would share this because I love being a lazy gardener. And I don't know if I've ever admitted this or not, but I don't even really like to water, water plants. But a lot of times, I just don't like watering plants. I just don't. <laughs> so um, everything just kind of snapped back to attention whenever it started raining again and the stars were aligned. The temperatures were right. So I just thought that I would share that because that is one of the ways that I love being able to be a lazy gardener is the things that automatically just kind of happen on their own. That's why I say, I mean, it's so cool when you just introduce the genetic material, just put, plant the seeds or plant the plants, let the plants drop their seeds on their own or stay in the ground and stay dormant or whatever, and then just stand back and see what happens. I'm not saying that the garden's not a lot of work. That's not really the point. But what is so cool about it is that the more time that goes by, we've been in this location for four and a half years, the more time that goes by, the less I have to do. And I love that. I think that's so cool. And I still have plenty to do. And, 
you know, as soon as I get my garden beds developed that I have in place right now, I'm probably going to go start some new garden beds because I do want to do things out in the garden. But I want to do new things. <laughs> I want to get creative. I want to do some things that is not the grunt work, right? And I don't consider planting grunt work, but sometimes it is. If it's August or July and you're trying to get your fall plants into the ground, it's it was hot then. And I really don't like, I love to be a lazy gardener when it's hot, when it's July and August. Those are the hottest months for me. About mid-July until the end of August, maybe mid-September. It's just hot and it seems like it's never going to cool down again. So I love when this kind of stuff happens. And I thought I would just share that with you because maybe next year, depending on where you live, it's always depending, but depending on where you live, maybe you can get away with this too. I don't know. Maybe we're just really, really, really lucky in zone 8A, 7B-ish because that kind of stuff happens. I know it happened with me in 8B too, whenever I was in, I'm talking about USDA zones, USDA zone 8B, whenever we lived in Athens, Texas, in East Texas, that happened to me. I remember the first time that it happened. Remember last week, I think it was, I was talking about when I planted the onions in my front garden bed because I ran out of space in the raised beds that I was growing at that time, those onions just kind of came back on their own. One day, they all died back, and I thought, oh, my onions died, because I really didn't know very much about gardening at the time. I was like, oh, my onions died back. I was kind of sad about that. And then they came back whenever the temperatures were right again. That was the very first time that I saw that, and that was years ago. And this happens when I just... I, you know, some of the plants just died back. Anyway, all right, that is going to do it for this one. Until next time, y'all stay safe out there. And remember, this podcast is dedicated to you so that we can all put good food on the table. Until next time, bye for now.